Hello, and welcome to Piecing the Parsha Together for Parshas for A. Parshas for A contains, was probably the most famous Pasuk said three times, Lo Savasha Gadi Bechalav Imo. Shouldn't cook a kid in its mother's milk, a reference to Basa Bechalav. And it's mentioned in Parshas Mishpatim, and it's mentioned in Parshas Kisisa, and it's mentioned in Parshas Re'eh. <clears throat> and maybe aside from V'edaber Hashem El Moshe, Lamor, I'm not sure if there are other psukim that are mentioned, I think it's verbatim three times. Interestingly, though, Parshas Re'eh contains another idea mentioned three times, and it's actually three times in this week's Parsha. If we look in the Shani Aliyah, we look at Pasuk Tes Zion of Parakid Bays, Rak Hadam Lo Sochilu, Ala Artish Bechayu Kamayim. Don't eat blood. Spill it on the ground like, like water. We look. Ten psukim, uh, no, not even ten psukim later, in pasuk chaf gimel, rak chazak levilti ochel hadam, ki adam hu anefesh, be strong and don't eat the blood because the blood is the soul. Velo sochal hanefesh imabaser and don't eat the Soul with the flesh. Don't eat it. Spill it on the ground like water. And then, later in the Parsha, in the seventh Aliyah, we have Pasach Chav Gimel. Rak es damo lo sochel ala arts tishpachanu kamayim. Don't eat blood. Spill it on the ground like water. Pasuk Tes Zion of Yud Beis and Pasuk Chaf Gimel of Perak Tesvav are almost identical. There's a a vav in damo, which does not appear, therefore, in tochel. And if you move that vav around, I think the psukim, those two psukim would be verbatim. The later pasuk, or maybe it's psukim, are slightly different, but again, the idea is still the same. Uh, don't consume the blood. So you have this iser three times. And if we look in the Sukkim that precede it, we see references to the gates. Look at the first reference. This is Pasek Tesvav of Perakid Beis. It it says you um, talk about it in, in your gates. You can eat it. The Tamei Natahar Yochlenu Katsvifa Chayil. Different types of um, deer, wild animals, not domesticated animals. If you go to Pasach Chavez, which is right before the second reference, um, 
Like you eat the, the deer and the heart. You can eat them together, uh, the tummy and tahor. And then the final reference, once again, the gates come back in Chav Beis of Perak. Tesvav bisharecha tochalenu, hatameh v'hatoh yachtav together, kasvivech ha'ayel. So the idea seems to be very similar, three places in the same parsha, and yet it's repeated three times. Parsha's re'eh also contains um, a large focus on Yerushalayim. And you find it several times mentioned in the earlier psukim of the Parsha. It says it repeatedly, I think the idea of Yivchar is mentioned, I think it is more than 10 times in the Parsha. And we see it just shortly after um, the first reference to not eating blood, it talks about and it said it again, <clears throat> said repeatedly. So the focus of Re'e, at least at the very beginning of the Parsha, is the centrality of Yerushalayim. And that's the Makam Mikdash, and that's where Karbonos are brought. There's the end of the Parsha in the Shvi'i Aliyah. We have the Aliyah, the Regal. Once again, for Ola the Regal, the central location is Yerushalayim. So what do we get in the middle? Many mitzvahs. This parsha starts the large amounts of mitzvahs we find in the next, you know, two parshas plus for a. And avodas are definitely something that that features. We're talking about a navi sheker and an ir hanidachas. Have rules about trumas and maestros. In some cases, have to be brought to Yerushalayim to be consumed. But the centrality of Yerushalayim certainly bookends the parsha, and perhaps we can use this to explain maybe parts of the middle, even including, of course, kashros. So it seems that we want a, a central place um, where all the worship has to be done, and that's the base of Migdash. And the emphasis is that you, you can't have this done anywhere else, can't offer a korban. But what about regular consumption of meat? Does it, every time they Israel want to have a meat meal, do they have to bring it to Yerushalayim? No. That's why the Pasuk says several times this idea, but Sharecha, you can eat it. And you don't have to worry about it. Like the like the the non-domesticated animals. But you can't consume the blood. There's a comment from the Sworno. On the, I think it's the second time that 
blood is mentioned. Pasek Chav Gimel. The Sforno says, Chazak levilti echol ladam. Rachaz, be strong and don't eat the blood. You can end up with the demons and she'agid l'cha asidos, I'll tell you the future. They know what's going to be like the ministering angels. That's a way to join with him. And so don't do that. And he says if you spill it on the ground like water, it's no longer fit for consumption. And you're not hiding it away either. And Rashi makes a comment. Uh, from the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, that you see, it says Rachazak levilti achaldam is that tells you they were shtuf and bedam. It doesn't provide any further reason why they were immersed in in it, but you see from Rashi as well, at least in one of the opinions in the Medrash. So perhaps the idea of the emphasis on dam, and it says it several times, and it's the same mitzvah each time: don't eat the blood, don't eat the blood, spill it on the ground. Right? We're talking about different meat you're allowed to consume. But remember, every time we tell you you're allowed to eat meat, again, if it's the Bechor, in the, in the later part of the Parsha, and it's Basar Taiva, I believe, the first time in the Parsha, and the second time, it's, again, it talks about the fact that we're further away. And how do we, how do we bring everything? To the base of Migdash. And again, the emphasis is no dam. And part of that might have to do, based on the Sforno, with some sort of idolatrous practice. So the prohibition against consuming blood has to do with idolatry, which is part of the concern. The Torah expresses with focusing on a central location. So if you have the central location, the Kohana may take care of it. We're not worried about them coming into contact with the blood. And yes, the blood is used. On them is Bechasaf with the Saddam. But we don't consume it. Maybe if we're no longer in Yerushalayim, there might be a concern that we would come to. And that's why every time it says we're allowed to eat it outside of Yerushalayim, it tells us don't uh, consume the blood, spill it on the ground. Like water. And perhaps again, it's this idea of trying to keep an ASRL uh, separated from Avodazar when they're not in that Mokam Yivchar Hashem, the place that Hashem has chosen. And again, if we look at the middle chunk of the Parsha where we aren't focused ex- exclusively on this idea of the centrality of Yerushalayim, you see these, you know, certain references to. Avodazar. We're talking about Bnei Israel being settled in a place, and oh, there, there's an Irani Dachas. We talk about Bnei Israel, and then we're going to be worried about Anavi Sheker or Mesis and and the focus is is, is still on Avodazar, and still on Avodazar, maybe outside of the central space, because we wouldn't be as worried about some of these things happening. Interestingly, we have the loss of Kashrus as well. Um, in particular. Lo Savasha Gadi of Emo mentioned at the beginning the idea of milk and meat. And milk and meat is interesting in the laws of Kashras. When I say the laws of Kashras, the Torah tells us which animals we can and can't eat, which birds we 
we can't eat. And those laws are a repetition from Parsha Shmini. But Baza B'chala was not mentioned in Parsha Shmini. I said Baza B'chala was mentioned in Parsha's Kisisa and Mishpatim. So here they're together. So there's a piece in the Kedushas Pshuta Shalmikra from Rabbi Yehuda Kuberman where he says that the idea of uh, Bas B'cholov was also a Vodazar in some way. And he says that's why you see very, very strict Gzeiras in Bas B'cholov. We don't see quite the same level of stringency uh, in other areas of Halacha because it's a it's an aspect of a Vodazar. So when we have a Vodazar, we go, we go further than we would normally go. But again, it's not surprising, perhaps. We're talking about B'nai Israel focused in an essential location, but there are going to be times when they don't have to bring all the things they want to eat to Yerushalayim. It's going to be most of the time. But we want to make sure that we don't slip into idolatrous practices. One of the idolatrous practices we might need to be concerned about, especially if we're talking about slaughtering meat and consuming meat outside of Yerushalayim, could be the uh, uh, concern of, of milk and meat together which, again, might have also um, idolatrous undertones, similar to the consumption of blood. This is a way to see Parshas for A, lengthy Parsha. Parsha has many mitzvahs, and, 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 and you know, it concludes Moshe's lengthier uh, drusha to B'nai Israel, largely focused on Vodazar. We see a sort of emerging another theme. Again, the centrality of Yerushalayim has as well as this idea that if we're not in Yerushalayim, what do we need to do? In particular, there's seemingly an emphasis, at least three times in the Parsha, don't consume blood. Spill it on the ground, which has, a, this is an idea of keeping us from the idolatry, which we would be kept from, which is, which, which your true, the focus of Yerushalayim is the same. Wish everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you for listening. See you next time.